The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello and welcome to Baseball Barbacast, the only baseball podcast in the world breaking Trey rumors. Oh. MLB Trey rumors. You they, can they call should, me that. They should have rebranded. Uh, Jake, it is it's so good to be joined by you once again as we sit here at the winter meetings in San Diego. And we have a special guest, not just a special guest, because we like this person so much, we're going to let them host with us for this whole show. It's Hello. Chelsea Janes of the Washington Post. Chelsea, hello. Hi, thanks for having me. I know I was your first choice, and uh, I'm happy to be here. Exactly. Chelsea, what is the Washington Post exactly? Uh, it's it's like a lifestyle, really. You know, <laughs> okay. it's it's about putting truth into light. Wow, keeping from say. democracy from dying in darkness. That's you. We that have a motto. Say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, wow. I love when I when I see that motto or when I read that motto. I'm just like it. It hits. It's the first <laughs> time I saw it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And the whoa. best part is when you see it, like. It says, like, Washington Post, democracy dies in <laughs> yeah. darkness. And then it's, like, Josh Palacios optioned. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's a disconnect yeah. there. Uh, for those of you not familiar uh, with Chelsea, Chelsea's work, Chelsea, you, that's maybe a good place to start because you cover the Nationals for the Washington Post. Then you left to cover, uh, whatever, election or whatever mm. is going on there. It's a democracy. Okay, great. And then you're, like. Let's get back to baseball. Let's get back to baseball. Yep. We love that. We are glad that you're back here because when you were off covering elections, we were like, I miss Chelsea writing and talking yeah. about baseball. And it seems like you did too. I did. It's so nice to hear. Yeah. No, I'm back. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm here to wait out the apocalypse. And there baseball was, land. There was yeah. no news today about no. Pete Buttigieg signing an <laughs> extension or a contract with anyone. But there was yes. news about Trey Turner. Yes. The nice. Tra- nice segue. A, thank you very much. <laughs> Like I said, MLB Trey rumor, a rumor no more. Yes. Trey Turner signing with the Philadelphia Phillies, reportedly, allegedly, for 11 years yes. and $300 million. Chelsea, you spent a lot of time mm-hmm. around Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. What do you think the first thing he's going to purchase <laughs> is with his new enormous cauldron of cash? That is an incredible question and not where I thought you were going with it. Mm. You know, he maybe like golf something. I don't know. He's pretty practical, dude. He's not super flashy. Right. Like, like a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I left it open. I, I was, was like a new say, driver. Nah, that doesn't yeah, seem how right. How big can yeah. we go here? How big can we go? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, right. And, and I, I want to get into you know everyone's oh he's back with Bryce Harper. Yeah. And that's something I'm also curious about your insight is is, is what what does that really mean? Because it's so easy when yeah. we and we'll talk a little bit about Verlander and Scherzer you know reuniting in some form later. Um, but we always just assume, like, oh, they were teammates, they were best friends. Okay, great. And I understand it's a little bit more believable with, with Turner and Harper. But for those two guys who, who came, you know, they were both high picks, but Bryce, of course, coming up in a, a very <laughs> slightly different backgrounds in terms of how famous they were as high schoolers. Uh, what do you, what was, give us a little insight into their relationship from your observations when you were around the team at, at the time. You know, as far as I can tell, they were always totally fine. I mm-hmm. think in Bryce's, the years that Trey was there when Bryce was there, Bryce mm-hmm. was sort of on his way out. He was sort of kind of, Right. sliding into constant contract talk, which really sort of like isolated him, I That's think. True. But 
But Turner is one of those guys who kind of coexists really easily, I think, with everyone. People really like him. I mean, yes. you saw him and Soto go to the, or sorry, you saw Soto come to the wild card game. Mm -hmm. See him and Max. The other, like, yep. they're all buds. So, yep. you know, I think, I think Trey is going to be good. I think he's friends with Schwarber, and I think Kevin Long was probably a big part of it too, because he was his coach in Washington, and we know Kevin Long loves to get some stars around. You mentioned Soto. Let's actually touch on that quickly, because we also got some reports that the Padres were like really going yeah. for it, and were like pretty bummed that Trey Turner decided actually I'm going to chill uh, on the East Coast and be in you know Florida spring training, and that that didn't super shock me. But the Padres being super in on it, uh, the first is like what? How, how many shortstops do they need? It did kind of make some sense, and maybe he you know. Sure, Juan Soto would have loved to have a Trey Turner around. Did that surprise True. you that the, the, the Padres were in the mix there? Only because I don't know where they keep finding the money to do these deals. I mean, yeah. that's a huge deal. How can deal. they afford it? I, I don't care. But go, yeah. go Peter, go. 100%. Go Peter Seidler, go. 100%. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I guess you, it makes sense for them to go after somebody with Machado potentially opting out. You don't know if you're mm, going to extend Soto. Also true. You know, like you're, it's no guarantee with Scott Boris that that Soto thing's going to get done and, you know, so I, I think it's it makes sense to go after someone. I, and it makes sense, I guess, because he liked Trey when, you know, Trey was yep. in the draft and like, you know. And then immediately traded him. And then immediately <laughs> traded him, right. But <laughs> Didn't like him that much, but yeah, but that's true. Yeah, it's interesting. It doesn't surprise me Trey didn't go there. It, you know, he's like kind of a familiarity guy. Yeah. Um, so but it seems like the Phillies are a, a very, very good fit in a comfortable, lot of ways. I think, and you're, for him. You, yeah. you feel pretty good about that. Like that's that, that did not surprise you at the start no. of the offseason, even before. Because about a week and a half ago, we started just getting the reports that was just Phillies want Trey Turner super duper badly. We were all, all of Phillies Twitter was just like, this needs to happen. And they got it. They didn't even yeah. have to wait that long. Yeah. I think he, you know, the East Coast was a big pull. I think the, he, I, he's just kind of like, likes to be comfortable. He's kind of a steady dude. Mm -hmm. I don't think he needed like some AAV or anything like mm. 11 years, played till <laughs> you're 40 as a middle infielder. That's a, he's, he's not too dumb, right? Like he knows he, to take a good deal when it's there. He can buy a house. Mm -hmm. At least. And a, and maybe a, a driver. Course. And yeah. a golf course, or a course. He yeah. can buy a whole <laughs> resort. I mean, <laughs> the thing about this deal that really struck me is it highlights what Dave Dombrowski, the general manager of the Phillies, is really good at. And that is whispering in the ear of a absurdly rich person and convincing them to spend their money. And it is the most underrated feature of a general manager, convincing ownership to open up the pocketbook. Yeah. If you can do that, and Dombrowski has done it maybe more than anybody else in the history of the sport, it's actually not that complicated. Hey, can we get, let's like, you know, uh, growing up, like my sister was really good at convincing my mom to get like stuff at the supermarket. Okay. It's like, we got to have that, right? <laughs> that she was the Dave Dombrowski of our family. Like candy or like peas? Like what are we talking? Peas? <laughs> lower lower amount of uh, definitely lower AAV for the yeah. supermarket what? trips. Time out. What mom is like no peas? Well, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> what was she talking her into? That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, what was Abby really really gunning for? She's there? just a very convincing person. Anyway, my Sorry. point is, <laughs> I would say Abby, if you're listening, let us know. But she's not listening. She's not listening. My sister hates. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, my question there is for Dombrowski to do this over and over and over again, is it a product of his ability to convince owners to do it? Or does he only get hired for jobs by owners who are willing to spend? Like, the A's yeah. wouldn't hire Dave Dombrowski. Yes. Right? Yes. Right. I think that's right. I think he, you know, at some point he had to establish that reputation, right? But clearly yeah. at this point, it is teams who want to win now who are willing to spend and want someone to do it responsibly, right? Yeah. And I feel like he's that guy. You know, I heard... 
I think even a few years ago, even the Nats had talked to him at some point about some, you know, like teams that want to win and yeah. want someone to shepherd them through are going to do it. He's not going to build, you know, long term, <laughs> but he's going to bring in the right people. And it's crazy how uh, much it works. He only has to point to all the World Series he yeah. keeps going to. And now he's added another one there. It's just reputation wise. Like, yeah, I'll trust you instead of the, you know, you know, much yeah. younger GM that is only done. It's only his first team. Like, why? Why would I listen to him? But Dombrowski, it's like, yeah, that guy probably knows what he's talking yeah. about. I think the last thing to talk about with Trey Turner before we move on to the other news of the day, Justin Verlander, is the 11 years part yeah. of this contract. That is a startling number. 11 years is a long time. That is like three World Cup cycles away. That's how I'm thinking 20, about it. Yeah, 2033. We uh, don't know where the World Cup will be in 2030 mm. yet, right? Wow. We don't. When you put it that way. And yet, Trey Turner, we know where he will be <laughs> on the Phillies. <laughs> and Bryce. Yeah. And, and Bryce. Bryce yeah. When we hear 11 years, like, Jordan, what came to your mind? Because when, when we were together, you, it was yeah. like 11 years. Oh, my God. 11, 11 years. Yeah. It's just, it, it is a wild thing to think about because on one hand, it's so goofy to think about what we're even talking about, different the world was 11 years ago, right? All these kind of things. And yet it is often what gets it done is adding those extra years way in the future when none of it is anything that is we can possibly conceive of that that is what gets these deals done is always so funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. I was asking someone today, is this like a, is this a good deal for him? Is it a good deal for the Phillies? And they were like, can it be both? You know? And I was like, well, no, cause it's not fun. But <laughs> I think there's like something to be said for that deal. And I think Trey's also a really easy person to bet on because yeah, he might get a little slower, but slow Trey Turner is still faster than 90% but, of the people yes. around him and he can play yes. anywhere, you yes. know? I, I, I did want the one other thing about Turner is, is just like as a player, like not even necessarily how he's aged. I'm, I'm fascinated by his development because he has changed in some ways. Like he has figured out, oh, I actually do have power if yeah. I try to launch and I try to pull. Um, how do you see him aging? Because not just that he's he can't be the fastest player in baseball forever, but offensively, like, do you think he just kind of figures out how to hit 25 homers a year because he's that talented and in that park? And in that park, which True. presumably will help some of the offensive numbers. True. Yeah. One of the things like watching Trey, he's really smart. I mean, he adjusts like really, really quickly. And everyone who's ever sort of managed him or whatever has said the same thing. And he's just like, he's a smart guy and he cares. And it's, he's one of those guys. There are players who you saw sign long-term deals. Anthony Rendon comes to mind. Yeah. Where you're like, I wouldn't have paid him that long. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's going to not be as engaged by the end of this. Yep. But, or but by the beginning of it. Or, <laughs> sure. or at any point during it. <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, yes. yeah, no, I think that's I think that's a good way to put it. And I also do think that the fit, it helps, too. He's like, oh, I can go make a ton of money. And guess what? Bryce is still the guy. And I'm fine with that. That's and cool. I think for Trey, that's completely fine. Totally They've fine. always kind of pushed him to be a bigger superstar type. He's, and he doesn't want it. He's like, I, I don't care if it's going to get me more money. I just want to be, be meme, you know? I just want to be Mike Trout. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, which right. on that note, uh, let's just quickly talk about the John Hamm video. What was your take <laughs> about that? Because, again, that was my read. When I first saw it, I was like, what a train turner didn't ask for this 100 <laughs> percent. that was my right. take and also right. just like surprised he let it happen kind of because right. he's not because he like it yeah. wasn't that weird like no, sure do whatever i'm sure everyone people do that but like he trey's just kind of so unassuming that it like i bet he had to be talked in you know yeah. well oh, it's also great. interesting because it like caa who is his agency is clearly who set it up and it's not as if caa was like Trey's going to love this. <laughs> right. right? Like, they know him well enough. 100%. Like, who yeah. is this for? I, I really was curious. That was curious. the part that was weird. But uh, anyway. One last thing about his fit with the Phillies. I think when you're going to ask someone to move positions for someone else, 
This is about as easy of an ask to Bryson Stott totally. as there is. He's a rookie, first yeah. of all. Now, he's one who has some, he's got a little bit of juice in that clubhouse after yeah. the year they just had. But when you're bringing in Trey Turner, who is a no-doubt guy, who is liked and appreciated within the world of baseball, who is a no-doubt shortstop, and you're like, hey, Bryson, can you move to second? He's already in. I don't know if you saw. Already today, before the Phillies even like a, you know, announced the trade, Bryson Stott tweeted like a Photoshop of Turner in a Phillies outfit. I did not see that. And that so, tracks. Right. And it's like, that's great. And I'm sure that there are certain players and situations where it wouldn't have gone so smoothly. And I think it's interesting that like, <laughs> we already have this, right? You know, in my <laughs> mind, like if the Giants sign Correa, Brandon Crawford yeah, that's wild. is not going to do that. <laughs> wild. Right? And we have a very different situation here. Let's take a quick break, and we will be back after it, talking to Chelsea Janes of the Washington Post. We're going to talk Verlander, Scherzer, BFFs. We're going to you know, talk about the 2019 Washington Nationals to see what happened there. And we are going to welcome the one and only Aaron Judge to San Diego, California. Negro Leagues Baseball Museum President Bob Kendrick hosts the SiriusXM original podcast, Black Diamonds. The Negro Leagues didn't care what color you were, and they didn't care what gender you were. Can you play? Hear stories of the leagues and legends that shaped sport, culture, and society. That's why the museum is so important. It's like, we are never going to forget you. Episodes of the award-winning Black Diamonds are now available wherever you get your podcasts. We're not talking about balls and strikes. We're talking about your life. And we're back here on Baseball Barbercast. Jake Mintz, Jordan Schusterman, Chelsea Janes of the Washington Post. Democracy dies in? Darkness. Hell yeah. Speaking of darkness, mm. the New York <laughs> Mets every Friday night wear black jerseys. Oh. And this year... You landed it. I, I cannot he? believe I landed it. <laughs> and this year... Someone wearing that jersey will be the one and only Justin Verlander, mm. formerly of the Old Dominion Monarchs. The as Detroit, people always say. as people say, uh, Old Dominion Zone. Old Dominion Zone. He will be joining Max Scherzer atop this rotation. Chelsea, you've spent quite a bit of time around Scherzer. Let me ask you the question this way: How do you think the relationship between Verlander and Scherzer? will compare to the relationship that we just saw between Scherzer and DeGrom or the relationship we had in D.C. between Scherzer and Strasburg? When you have these two aces, right, who are next to each other coexisting. That's a great way to ask the question. I think my simple answer is that the relationship will be different. Um, You know, I think they've played together in Detroit, as we kind of all know. And in those days, like, Max wasn't Max. He, you know, I remember in 2011, I think Verlander won the Cy Young and MVP, and Max got sent down for two weeks. You know, they were in different (laughs) places in their careers. And since, obviously, Max has kind of become a guy. And they're sort of different, too. They're just different, both very determined human beings, obviously. But uh, it sort of plays out differently. So I think it'll be interesting just because I think both of them are used to being the guy. DeGrom and Strasburg didn't seem to care very much if they weren't the center of attention. Right, and, right, right. Um, I don't think it's all going to be like, you know, wanting media attention, but there's going to be like some, right. some elbowing. Like opening day starter matters now, I think. Right. You know? I think it's, it's like Kobe Shaq. Yeah. Right. Where it, it, yeah. These, are, these are people who are so used to being the number one. Yes. And both won't admit that they care. But clearly do. And the moment that, you know, really put that in my mind is when Verlander got his first World Series win. 
And he had spent the last like five years being like, actually, I don't care. 100%. And then he got his first win and he looked like <laughs> the know, happiest we've ever he was seen. The happiest yeah. we've yeah. ever yeah. seen Justin Verlander. And so it's obvious if he says, I don't care about starting the second game of a series. Right. He definitely cares. Yeah. Uh, and I know Max cares. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just going to be wild. Also, remember, the last time they were teammates, that was the only time Justin Verlander's ever been bad. 2014. Scherzer's thinking. This guy sucked. Like, last what? last what I we, saw him. Guy making more, yeah, yeah, I know a lot's changed since That's then. That's true. But. He's throwing 93. Uh, <laughs> well, and they're also five career strikeouts apart or whatever it is. Oh. Yeah. Like for, I mean, that's... I, I, I just want to say, you mentioned the in your bizarre intro mentioning <laughs> in, the, in the black jerseys. The fact that we already saw... Like, it took me a while to see Scherzer in a Mets jersey. Oh. But, like, now I'm just prepared for Verlander. To, like, it's, like, not as weird because I've already... The, the Scherzer one was w- freaky enough. that now I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Anyone could just be in a Mets jersey. You yeah. talked about the difference in the similarity between them. And that's what's striking is, like, they're very similar yeah. in, a, in some ways mm-hmm. and very different in other ways. Yes. Like, they are both intense people who care a lot and care about being great. But they're, they also go about it in a different way, and I think they interact with their teammates in a different way. I do think that Buck Showalter is a good person to keep this from turning into, like, real housewives of sure. the Queen's locker room. Sure. It's, it's hard to picture it getting that far. But uh, it is the Mets. But it, but it's the Mets, and you know there was there's been some barking between Scherzer and Strasburg back because they just they're competitive. But yeah. you know I think the thing with Max is like I can sort of I don't know if if they asked him what he thought, but it's just impossible for me to picture him being like putting anything any like little rivalry there ahead of how good Justin Verlander how much better Justin Verlander makes them right like right. Yeah. Max just wants rings exactly so it's exactly. kind of like like he really does some people say that but that's like I feel like that's all he cares about so right. Uh, yeah, and I and I would too if I had that kind of money. <laughs> With all, yeah, that's true. That's all I would care about. <laughs> yeah. With all due respect to Eliezer Hernandez, the Mets are sure. better today yes. than they were yesterday. Anything yeah. else on Verlander, Scherzer, Jordan? No, I mean I'm 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 just excited to see if there's if there's another if they're still going if it's yeah. another more mid tier or if they're still going after Rodon because. I, again, like we knew they were going to pivot, we knew they were going to respond, and I, I appreciate that they did not wait very long because we didn't have to speculate. Yeah. It was just like, oh, okay, now it's Verlander, great. We just throw in another Cy Young. So, yeah, no, I, I'm sure they will give us more to talk about this week. 2019 Nationals, mm-hmm. they won the World Series. Now what? Uh, it things have uh, fallen apart. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, I, I was thinking again. We, we keep reflecting on three years ago here. You know, three years ago here, not only did they, you know, sign Steven Strasburg, and we, and we know how that's turned out, but they were they were basking in it, right? I mean, that what a run, what a run. And now they are as far from that as possible. They will be hoping for the draft lottery to go well. They will be trying to nail their Rule 5 picks. Uh, wow. Sound I guess, like the Orioles. I guess my question about the, the Nationals, um, I guess my question about the Nationals uh, for you is, and I know you're not necessarily on the beat anymore, but did this happen faster than you thought? <laughs> or you could c- sort of see it coming in some senses, but is it even staggering to you who's been around the team and knows it as well as anyone how quickly this all happened? I think what happened faster than I thought was how quickly it became clear they weren't going to pay any of the big position players, mm. right? Like, because like this time in 2018, Bryce could have still signed there. You know, Turner's a couple years away. Soto is, you know, years away. Right. It's like they're going to be fine for a long time. You know, <laughs> the end. They might get worse. They might have to kind of settle for a few years, but right. they'll be okay. And then to not sign any of them, 
you know, yeah. it, I think it really, that happened fast. But in terms of the rest of it, sort of them really getting into a place with their farm system where they can't turn things around quickly, just kind of the, the, the clogging of their roster, all of that felt like it was coming. I mean, yeah. I think they knew, the second they signed Patrick Corbin, they knew they overpaid for him. <laughs> they got the World Series out of him. And like Strasburg, now you just, you just reap your like rewards and think like are very happy that Howie Kendrick's ball hit the foul pole. Uh, I have a really <laughs> sad question for you. Who has more trade value right now? Patrick Corbin or Steven Strasburg? Patrick Corbin. It's Corbin. And I'm surprised. Honestly, I mean, no one's told me this, but like, don't you feel like someone could fix him? I guess though. I mean, Corbin is at least is pitching often. Yeah. Right. He's still too often. Durable. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, the, we just had to, to reflect. I love it. I love that. That is the last world series before our whole universe changed. Yeah. Like it is, it is so symbolic of so many things. It's a different era yeah, of the it, world. It, right. Exactly. Yes. It was, That's it, wild. it's, and, and so it, it just really signifies so much about not just that franchise, but baseballs in general. Does anything change before the team gets sold? Like, mm. w- like if we, there was a, a theory that was like, oh, they won't trade Soto until there's new ownership. Oh, they won't do this until there's new ownership. Are we going to see, like, how long is this going to take? Is there going to be any forward progress before the learners move on, if they do move on? I don't. There might be, but it's not going to be massive. I think they're going to do more this winter than I thought they were. And Rizzo told, you know, the DC reporters today, like, I have a better idea of what the payroll needs to be. Like, we kind of know what we're working with. Mm. I think they'll sign a couple, like, well, maybe not a couple at $10 million a pop, but, like, a, you know, a veteran one starter. Guys, same yeah, kind of Jordan right. Lyles, right? right? Yeah. Jose Iglesias. Yeah, they, they, I, they already signed Candelario. There yeah. you go, there you go. But, See. but uh, and, uh, and he said today they want a left-handed bat, and you can, you know, Cody Bellinger's there, Joey Gallo's oh, there. Like I know, Bellinger would he be. Might pri- he might be priced out, but. Yeah, yeah. that would be that would be a good way to get some people to, to go to the games. Some. But. <laughs> this, is a, some. this is an interesting conversation because when you said that, it made me think, oh, oh the NL East is really there for the taking. Like, there's no way they can win the division. No. Yeah. There's no way. Anytime but soon. on the other hand, if you don't make those signings, then you're just full tanking and you're not respecting the fan base and you're admitting defeat and both options are silly yes it's interesting i mean it feels so parallel in some ways to like the orioles rebuild where you know if you i've asked michael Elias and he was like we're not gonna go to sign somebody for five million dollars and we can have our guy learn here and they look like horrible for a couple years but now it's like coalescing and you know i think the nats are being forced to sort of take a similar approach like they don't want they didn't want abrams in the big leagues last year yeah. you know you didn't want to have to rely on those guys and mackenzie gore and kate cavalli have to be really good for them to even be you know decent next year yeah. and that's not what you want but you know that's that's the talent's there if they can make it better. Believe in James Wood. That guy's the truth. Now, look, I know I was tuning in. Oh, what are the Nationals doing this offseason? Okay, <laughs> let's talk about Aaron Judge because Aaron Judge will reportedly be arriving here tomorrow in San Diego. Which is particularly funny because he is currently, as we speak, at what day is it? Monday Night Football in Tampa. He's mm. at the game tonight. He was on the field wearing a Tom Brady jersey. And that's, on, that's in Florida. At that's the not in California. Raise eyeball emoji. Raise yeah. eyeball Raise. emoji. Raise. 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 Wow. Raise. Raise. Raise doing the- it? Raise judge? What do we think? Uh, I was just kidding. Mostly. Okay. No. Am I not? I think Judge would cost more than a new stadium. <laughs> yeah, but you, I, you can have one of the two. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I like how you're setting this up as if he can't. He'll, he'll get well, here. <laughs> of course he's going to get here, but it, I just find it funny that everyone's like, Judge will be here tomorrow, and like right now he's yeah. about yeah. as far away yeah. as you can be in America. 100%. I have a feeling he'll be able to find a 
chartered flight to San Diego. I don't think that'll be an issue. I don't know if he can afford it. He hasn't gotten paid yet. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Chelsea, what do you think it's going to be like to have mm-hmm. him in this environment? Like, mm-hmm. are we going to? Is he? It means he's going to sign. I think so. Here, it has to, right? Yeah. I mean, that was my take of like, why? You know, they've obviously done diligence and stuff. Like, what are we? What are we doing? You know, I mean, if you're here, you're having last-minute meetings. And so, you know what I really appreciate about this? Because in some ways, Judge has always been like, it's about the team, it's about whatever. But he earned it. He yeah. he won. He hit a million homers after declining a contract extension. And let's recall 2018, when we thought it was going to be Bryce in Vegas, but he was like off. Yes. Right? He was like doing it in these secret meetings yes. away from the hotel. And Judge is like, no, I am the star. I am the story. I am going to be the event, and because why not? Right. And I love that. I love that he is giving us that. He doesn't have to do that. No totally. one's making him do that. And he's going to do it, and it's going to be some sort of spectacle tomorrow. Yeah, it means something. It almost makes you think that he, he knows, you know. Because, like, why? I don't know. Why put right. yourself through that if you're not actually kind of yeah. wrapping this up? But who knows? I'd be surprised if we see him, though. Like, do you think he's going to be out and about? Well, right. I imagine it'll be one grand entrance. Yeah. Is he going to do a formal media scrum? I mean, media is going to literally exactly. sw- swarm that he might not have a choice. Right. I hope but he I walks know. in through the front doors with sunglasses on and just goes, it's me, motherfucker. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, it is you. Potential big winner for this is the Linden, California Boys and Girls Club. Oh, okay. Okay. Explain. The decision, Jordan. Oh, well, that <laughs> was very different because LeBron was not doing it even in Cleveland. So, But I, I, I see what you're getting at. I see what you're getting at. I want Aaron Judge seated behind a cardboard table Picking with a hat. 30 hats. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Eh, you don't need the A's hat. 29 hats in yeah. front of him. And I want him to just knock hats <laughs> yes. off the oh table God, one by one. Incredible theater. That that is a good transition to my last question for you, Chelsea, about Judge, because the thing that has been as as much as we've all enjoyed speculating Mets, uh, Mets. Well, let's move the Mets aside. Uh, Giants, Yankees, Giants, Yankees. I'm I am still waiting for a third team, and I know people want to say Dodgers, but if you could come up with a third team, we just did this exercise uh, a couple nights ago um, on on the pod, just like. If you th- could guess a third team to emerge here at the last second. To go 9-3-25. And, th- yeah, and, and I'm not allowing you to pick the Dodgers. Who, yeah. who are you going with? Yeah, I would have picked the Dodgers. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. We're, we're, not, we're, we're not allowing that. they they got to be desperate. Anyway. I, I um, mean, not that I don't no, believe no, I that agree. they could I, be the most fun. likely that's third easy. team, but that's it's easy. just we're so used to hearing that. Also so not at 9-3-25 for them, probably. probably yeah, not. that's a great question. Probably Man. not. Yeah. Who did you come up with? It's tough. Chicago, Boston? I said Cubs. Boston. He, said, he said Rangers still. Yeah. And to me, it's just it's so hilarious. And I know that not everyone's going to play at the top of the market, but at the same time, it's just so goofy. It's like the guy just hit 62 home runs. Like. 100%. Well, you would think there would be a couple more teams yes. that would consider, like, hmm, he might be good on our team. I mean, the Padres. Padres. Just because Preller's so... Uh, right. Preller. Honestly. Honestly. I mean, who knows? That, that actually is probably a better Yeah, that's answer. my new answer. Yeah. Okay, good. There you go. I like that. You heard it here first. Uh, well, well, Chelsea, I, anything you want to plug before oh, yeah. you get out Besides of here? Besides democracy, you know. No. no. Anything on your mind you want to share? I mean, this is an open forum. No, I was thinking of some judge puns, like Trey rumors that you could close with here. Uh, you know? <laughs> Trey rumors. Like, it, I'll be the judge of, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Boris, Boris, it's a shame he doesn't have Trey Turner. I mean, he could have had a field day. Oh. And Chuck. There I, won't be a Trey, it'll be a signing. It'll be. I was trying to consider, like, 
some of Boris's less famous clients yeah. to see how many puns he really makes? Like, does he do it for all of them? Or well, like, what he, if it's like a one-year deal, know, dude? You know what he missed out on was was Matthew Boyd, Boyd Wonder. I mean, he he, but he didn't. He, no one was asking him about Matt Boyd. And he still got a ten million. Like, is there going to be a Fetty and Eric Fetty? Uh, <gasps> you know, there's some names out there, but I don't know if he cares. You know. <laughs> wow, I forgot about Fetty. All right, Chelsea Janes. Uh, you can read her wonderful work at the Washington Post, where again, democracy dies of darkness. That is not a joke. One of the few people on. No, it planet- doesn't die because we shed light. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. They, 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 if not for the post, the Washington <laughs> Nationals would be the death of, of democracy. Uh, Chelsea Gaines is one of the few people on this planet who I think might like baseball more than us. Oh, and not only that, she is insightful as well. Chelsea, it has been a pleasure. Uh, it, I'm going to get a little sappy for a moment. It was a pleasure to watch you work mm. for October and do your job mm. with a very rare combination of passion, joy, uh, professionalism, and intent. I, I wow. truly mean that. That's there, so nice of you to say. There are very few people. I'm genuinely surprised to hear that. Why? <laughs> there, are, there are very few people in, in this industry who do all of those things at the same time. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know what I mean? You, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? I, I, and yeah, Chelsea course. does that, and that is, uh, it is. Well, I wasn't there, so I don't, you know. Jordan I, can't speak uh, to that. It seems believable. Chelsea rocks. All thank, right. Thank you to Chelsea. Thank you to Chris Tyler uh, for producing. And, uh, and yeah, this was, this was a blast. And we'll be back tomorrow with another two episodes of Baseball Barbercast here for the winter meetings. Maybe one of the managers will talk to us. Maybe. Maybe Aaron Judge will talk to us. Probably not. Maybe Bye. Chelsea is the new Astros GM. <laughs>